So I was sleeping with him, but I would deny it. And, and I would be like, oh, this guy's just obsessed. And it's happened a few times in my life as well, where I will sleep with stalkers. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. When I first started my recovery 11 years ago, I struggled through the textbook-like material on the subject. I wanted to make the addiction and the recovery from it accessible and relatable to more people by telling it in an entertaining way. Well, I'm super excited to announce I've released my first book, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict. If I can help just one person find a solution or at least realize they're not broken or alone, then writing this has been worth it. You can pick up the book exclusively at Amazon or signed copy at secretlifenovel.com. And the best way to support our podcast is to subscribe and share. If you haven't left a review or rating on Apple Podcasts yet, please do. It'll help more people find our show. And if you want to be a guest, shoot me a note at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know, those deep, dark secrets we probably want to go to our grave with, or those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing. Really, the how, what, when, where, and why of it all. Today, my guest is Dixie. Now, Dixie, I have a question for you. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. What is your secret? Well, okay. So my secret is this. Um, there, in acting class, um, I would complain about this guy a lot, that mm-hmm. he would stalk me. And... He was obsessed with me. And one time he came over to my, you know, my house at two in the morning, knocking on the door, I even told our, my acting teacher, I'm like, this guy, he's, he's, he's stalking me. Uh-huh. And then the teacher was like, well, you need to see the head guy. Why you track these people in your life? I never told anyone that I was actually sleeping with him. What? <laughs> I know. So I was sleeping with him. But I would deny it and and I would be like, oh, this guy's just obsessed. And it's happened a few times in my life as well where I will sleep with stalkers. Like at first it kind of starts off as in like, oh, they're obsessed with me. But then I will sleep with or I have all right not anymore (laughs) not anymore it's reminding it's it's reminding me of the time when people say people sleep with or they get obsessed with the people that kidnap them. Like that's what yes. it's flashing to. Like these people stalk you and then you sleep with them. I I don't know. I guess it's like, oh, I, well, I, first of all, I'm flattered. I'm like, me? You're obsessed <laughs> with me? And this guy was like, you know, nobody liked him. You know what I mean? And people didn't, they would think that nobody thought that I would sleep with him. So it was like a a secret, even like that was a secret. Oh, oh, totally. And even uh, I didn't tell my acting teacher. 
I slept with him. He's like, that's so weird that he's like coming at your place at two in the morning. And the head guy at the school, he's like, you know, he's like, I never told anyone that I'm like, oh no, well, I'm, I am actually sleeping with him. I just would leave that out. And I, and I've done it at so many other times. I'm like, oh my God, that guy's obsessed with me. Meanwhile, I'm fucking him. So when's the first time you did this? The first time I did this was in high school and there's this, but everybody kind of thought he was gay. Like all my friends thought he was gay, but he wasn't because we were having sex, but I would tell them, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, I, yeah, he's probably gay, but, um, I'm like sleeping with him secretly. Oh my God. I can't stop laughing. I'm like trying to cover my mouth so people don't have to listen to me giggle. Okay. So the first time was this guy in high school and he was. Yeah. But everybody thought, again, he was like kind of overweight and, and he was feminine, but Mm -hmm. I knew, I knew he wasn't gay because we were fucking. Well, the first question was he good in bed. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. No, it's always a disappointment. Um, but, but here's my second question. Mm-hmm. So how did you keep doing it? Was it just you liked the attention or were you did you feel bad for him? Like what what was your motive in this well, situation? My motive is it's just so hard for me to say no. Oh, wow. You know, it's just hard for me to say no to, uh, you know, food, to drugs or to a dick. You know what I mean? Like I have a hard time. I don't know even... I don't even know how to say no, you know, that now is- I, that now I do, I can say, okay, no is a full, is a complete sentence. You don't even have to explain why you could just say no. But, um, when I was in my twenties, I, I didn't know that no was a complete sentence. Well, that is like, that's another one of your secrets that you could never say no. Yeah. I can, I know, I guess I felt like the comp also sometimes men are scary, you know, so I didn't, I was afraid to say no, because you don't know how they're going to react to. Have you had a bad situation where you tried yeah. to and somebody acted? Oh my God. I've said no. And guys are like, get over yourself. You're not that hot anyway. You know? What? Yeah. And then yeah. you end up doing it anyways? No, no. Because, the, because they'll flip out on me and then I'll be like, mm. oh, Jesus. You know, so sometimes I'm like, well, what's, what's worse being attacked? Well, verbally or, you know, having a a bad sexual experience. So you would think you would lean towards the bad sexual experience more than. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes I'm like, I'll say it's easier just to have sex than to say no. I've heard that from a lot of women though, especially, you know, in my circle of people I know I hear a lot it's sometimes it's just easier to get it over with than to totally do you identify with that yes but the thing is but when you have sex with certain people they do get attached Mm. so I will get these stalker guys and they will just become up but you know obsession is not love obsession is a mental illness yeah so it's like, I will feel flattered and like, oh, he loves me. But I'm like, no, this dude's crazy, man. So when would it turn to flattery to then he's crazy for you? Even the crazy, I would still be flattered because I felt special. And I'm like, I'm getting attention. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. It's so funny. <laughs> You're like, I would still be flattered. So the, the crazier they are, would you be more flattered? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, wow, he really, really likes me. Like I'm driving him and to love me so much that it's just so overwhelming for him. He can't handle himself. Yes, I'm that powerful. You know, I, I am that special that this guy is like willing to like humiliate himself and cause a scene and may possibly get kicked out of acting school. Did um, he? No, because I didn't know because he kind of stops because I told him, I'm like, I'm telling the teacher, you know, you're just, it's just too much. It's just too much for you to be. And then, of course, he told everyone that we slept together. And people are like, oh, you know, Dixon, I'm hearing rumors. And like, and they're like, I know it's not true. And meanwhile, I'm like, it is true. But of course, I'm like, I just nod. Because nobody would believe that I would sleep with him. No one. Did you sleep with him again after that when you told him to stop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, but um, eventually it just ended. I don't know. I think my, I got some other guy's attention and, you know, and then I was just like, you can't come over, you know, because I'm seeing somebody else. Because I really, I, I really want to ask you though, to dig in. Okay. Tell, you told him, I'm going to tell the acting teacher. I'm not, I'm not interested anymore. Then we, would you what would happen for then for you to make the call to get him to come over again or wherever you guys were? Well, no, he, no, he is just always, I mean, well, I would start off with, Hey, I'll edit your reel. Hey, I'll shoot that video. Hey, you know, doing all this work for me. Right. Right. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I need help. I do need somebody to edit that video that I shot. I do need somebody to be the camera guy. I do need a sound guy, you know? So at that he's, that, he's like your whole crew <laughs> for your he, show. He, he basically is, but that's how it starts. Like, Oh, Dixie, I'll, Oh, that's so funny. I'll shoot it. I'm like, okay, you have a camera, you've got a mic, you know, you'll do all the work, but then, but then it never is that simple. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nothing is free girl. Nothing, nothing is free. <laughs> nothing is free. So, so it was just, it was very, you know, very confusing. And in my mind, I'm like, wait, is he that bad? Like, he does really like me and mm -hmm. he does a lot for me, but no, man, he is crazy. He is crazy. Everybody knows that he's crazy. So it just did not go over that well, but then he moved to New York and that, and I honestly, I think that's what ended it. But also saying that, oh, I, I was seeing somebody else. I feel like men will, will respect other men rather than women. Like what do you I mean? Say, like if I say, oh, no, I'm dating another guy, he'll like respect that rather than just saying no, because he'll keep on pursuing me, pursuing me. You know, men only respect other men. Really? You think that? So unfortunately, in my experience, that has been true. Like, So the if, only reason you stop sleeping with the crazies is because you find another crazy and then you tell, <laughs> then you tell crazy number one, I can't sleep with you anymore because I'm with crazy number two. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, no, I have a boyfriend and it's serious. So you cannot, you know, stop texting me. This is insane. 
you know, stop calling me all the time. Like, no, you can't just show up at my place at two in the morning, you know? Um, and, but if I didn't have a boyfriend and that's true, if I, if I'm like drinking at, or when I was drinking at a bar, you and some, and some guy that I'm not attracted to hits on me. My excuse is, Oh, I have a boyfriend. Sorry. I can't say, no, I'm not interested. If I say, no, I'm not interested. They keep on pursuing. Mm. But if I say, no, I have a boyfriend, they'll be like, all right, I'll back off. Why is that? Well, I know, but see, I, my experience is that sometimes doesn't matter, but I think if a guy says he has a girlfriend, the girls still go after him, right? Doesn't people that like women go after men that are unavailable? Do you? Well, yes, I have seen that because it is, I guess it's safer. Yes. I mean, women will go after married men and married men will go after, you know, single women too. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're all just messed up is what we're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Basically at some point in our lives. Yes. We've all been messy. So what, so the high school one, did anyone ever find out you were sleeping with him? Yeah. And it was just, yes. And I felt very embarrassed and everyone was like, Oh, okay. We just thought he was gay. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh no, no. He, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, he's, but meanwhile, I'm telling, we're saying we love each other. <gasps> what? You, know? you didn't say that. Oh, in that's high, another in, secret. Uh, in high school, yes, but love me, it means, you know, ooh, I, I love the, you know, I love Hot Topic. You know what I mean? Love, I didn't know what love meant. Oh my God. I thought I knew what love meant in high school. I thought, really? oh my God. I was like, I love this person. I'll die for them. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. And what I was, I did have a fit, but a lot of that was hormones too. It was just like a physical reaction. It was like visceral, you know? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Here's another question for you because you talked about telling that guy you loved him and then nobody knowing you being together. Have mm-hmm. you said the word I love you and it you really knew you didn't? Oh, yes. Hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I have. I have. But sometimes, I'll, honestly, love is so confusing. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes I will feel I'm in love in that moment, but then that moment won't last. Oh, right. So it's like that intensity of attraction or attention feels like love. 
but then it fades away so fast. It fades away. Yes. And especially if I am intimate with somebody, it just is like, oh, this is love. You know, I do get like physically attached once I have sex. You do. See, I don't, I never did. I always felt so detached from Mm. it. Like if I loved you, I couldn't, I didn't really want to have sex with you. And it, does that, it does, I guess when I'm saying it, I sound like a crazy person, but it was too, too intimate for me. Yeah. Well, see my, see my best sexual experiences are either one night stands or really long committed relationships. Mm. It's never the in-between because one night stands, I could be free, you know, and I could kind of like just be whatever. Want to be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But if I'm dating a guy for like a month, it's so hard. But if it's like, if we've been together for a few years, then it's, then the sex is good because I like trust him. So it's either I have to trust you 100% or not at all. There's no in between. Here's another question for you. How many one night stands have you had? Oh man, I've, I've had quite a few. I'm jealous. I have never had any one night stands. What? Never, not one. Really? Where to God? Yeah, never. I am what was one of those people that had long term relationships. They just overlapped. (laughs) Wow. So you've never like just met somebody at a bar and gone and slept with them? Mm -mm, Not once. Huh. But then do you sleep with somebody right away or do you wait? Um, what's right away and what's waiting? right away yeah like for the first night no I've never done that either wow yeah I'm like weirdly the most prudish person but then I'm like (laughs) the worst human being on the planet also (laughs) because I would have multiple like long-term relationships at one time well you're I guess you're craving the love yeah I think the connection it wasn't about the sex but the first year of sex was always the best. Oh, yeah. I just, I wonder, I, I know. I, I guess I haven't been in too many like long-term relationships, but I wonder if like, does the sex still remain great after years and years and years? It's, it's different. I mean, anybody that's been in a long-term relationship, that initial lust thing goes away. You can't sustain it. It's not possible. So it's it's intimacy in a different way when you sleep together because you mm. know each other so well. Yeah. And I was never interested in that. <laughs> and now look at me. I'm like in a 15-year relationship. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, that is, yeah. Well, I feel like in a way, like I'm, I'm on the like the second chapter of my life and I want to just like settle down meet someone and I have, I have. Um, but like, I just wanted to like, I guess I'm this, that is scarier than all these one night stay. I don't know. It's so predictable. I feel like what the one night stands are predictable or the long-term relationship. No, the one night stands are predictable. The long-term relationship is really like frightening, terrifying, terrifying, terrifying because that's the true unknown. Like, even though there's excitement and a little unknown with like sleeping with a crazy person or, <laughs> or keeping a it a secret. <laughs> yes. You know, and there is a little excitement, but it really, it is, it, it gets boring. 
It has to get boring. First of all, I mean, I've never done it, but we did ask you how many do you think you've had? Yeah. If you could guess. One night stands, I don't know. I'm going to say more than a dozen. Yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yes, more than a dozen. But it has to like is it the the awkwardness? of one night stands? Is there a lot of awkwardness? No, it's because I feel like a sex goddess. Ooh, I see. Yeah. I feel, I feel confident. I feel like I'm just this woman that I've always wanted to be, you know? Uh-huh. And so, but once they get to know me, well, you get to know me, you know, that I'm really insecure, you know, you know, that I'm deeply flawed, you know, all these like awful things. But that one night stand, I'm just like, I just want to feel good. I want to be in control mm-hmm. or or I want to be submissive by choice. But like, I just want to also get out of my head too. Well, here's the thing. When you're talking, something hit me. You said, when you have a one night stand, you feel this sex power goddess. And yes. then when you, the longer you're with somebody, the less powerful and the less, your insecurities come up. Yes. Yeah. I that I am the opposite. Hmm. So really? that's so strange. Yeah. Because at the beginning, I'm trying to act like this person, like what they want, and it doesn't fit right. And then once I have them in my web, the longer we're together, the more powerful I feel. Oh, see, no, for me, it's like the longer I've been with you, the more insecure I get about like nipple hairs. You know ah. what I mean? Like at first I don't care about whatever or like, and, and, you know, bikini lines or something. But if I'm in a relationship, I'm like, I pick out, I pick out my flaws, oh. you know, I, I pick out my, my nipple hairs. I pluck ah. them, but, <laughs> but I don't do that. I don't even consider that when I have a one night stand. So fascinating. And it's so freeing not to be concerned. To just, to just be with the crazy stalker. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Just to be with with your nipple hair. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Exactly. It is very freeing, but it's also a mental thing. I just need to find that with somebody like you have to love me no matter what. And they don't. You were about to say nipple hairs and all. Just yeah. <laughs> yes, you have to love me nipple hairs and all. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I the I really when was the last time you slept with crazy? Has it been recent or have you been celibate yeah. from crazy? I have been celibate, but I I did. I a few years ago I slept with somebody who was crazy and then it really rubbed me the wrong way. I then didn't What happened? I, well, he was a sociopath and I didn't, I, then I froze. I'm like, oh, this is scary because I wasn't seeing red flags. I froze my eggs and I didn't have sex for two years. <gasps> well, I'm glad you froze your eggs. I have a lot of friends that did that. And I think it's very smart, but what was the crazy moment where you had that experience? Like the crazy I, moment because yeah. he, he just gaslit me. And I knew, like, I just didn't try. The crazy moment is actually me being crazy, not listening to my intuition. My intuition Mm. was, oh, he's lying. Oh, he's, you know, this and that. But he would say, he would say things, oh, Dixie, you're the one with trust issues because of your father. Oh, you know, he would just totally gaslight me. And then I found out that 
he's a pathological liar. And then I felt so, like just duped. You what know? did he lie about? He lied about like uh, being sober when he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like his eyes would be bloodshot and I knew he would be high. And, and then he said that he was sober. He just lied about, you know, he would, he just, a lot of false promises. Right. Oh, I'll do this. I'll do that. Meanwhile, cut to him not doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, it was just too many, too many false promises. And, and after a while, I'm like, okay. I, I was only with him for three months. So it's just, it's such a drop in the bucket. But like, it really did have a profound effect on me. And yeah, I was just like, holy shit. I'm just, you know, maybe I've got, I just want to have a baby so badly and I'm not seeing these red flags. So I need to freeze my eggs. So I, I can't end up with a toxic person. So, and I didn't have sex for two years and I'm borderline, you know, sex and love addict too. So it was mm-hmm. really good for me to just be by myself. Oh yeah. It's the best to be by yourself when you have to reevaluate and shift everything you've ever done. Everything. Totally. It's like, I'm a different, a completely different person. I mean, I still have my quirks and stuff, but it's like, I just needed to reset. So this secret of sleeping with a number of crazies, which I love, (laughs) I always like to attach the seven deadly sins. So here they are. Let me know if any of them ring true. We got- Pride, greed, lust, gluttony, envy, anger, and sloth. Well, definitely pride because oh, I'm too good, right? And lust, oh, I can't, I can't control my sexual impulses too. And I think that's it. What about anger? Mm. Well, definitely anger at myself. Mm, why? Like. Because what? it's like, I should have known better. Like, why do I do this? And why, why, how come the same situation happens again and again, just with a different guy? Like, yeah. why am I always in these situations? Like, you know, come on, I know better. I used to say that you can put like a bag over the person's head. I would just keep reenacting the same situation with a different person. It didn't oh. even matter who it was. <laughs> totally. Yes. That's been my experience too. And what do you think the benefit of keeping this kind of secret from, you know, all your friends and family and pretty much yourself? Who did it benefit and who did it harm? Well, I guess it benefited just me, like my reputation, Mm. you know, and then, but really it just, it hurt because I kept on repeating it. I felt like if I, if I was just honest with like a few people or, or, or why would I have shame attached to it? Like, okay, we've all, and also we've all done it. Like I've talked to other girlfriends too. And I take it personally. I take it like, oh, I slept with him because I'm insecure, because I'm ugly, because mm-hmm. I'm fat, because I'm a loser. Meanwhile, I, I've i got friends that are gorgeous and they sleep with like weirdos too. Like we all, we all. Yeah. Weirdos. Are you dated that guy? You really just don't want to tell anybody you're dating. (laughs) Yes. Like we've all, we've all done that. We've all been embarrassed, but like, why do we have to be embarrassed? And I should only be embarrassed about dating assholes. Do you know what I mean? Like I shouldn't be embarrassed about dating like 
a guy who's really obsessed with me. I mean, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, I just had such a shame attached to, and how I, and how people perceive me. I care so much how people perceive me. It's like, it's overwhelming. Where do you think that comes from? Well, I think, I don't know. I guess I feel like this judge, I feel like there's a lot of secrets in my, you know, my family growing up, you know, Mm -hmm. like my dad was a sex addict and he had sex with everyone and he had sex with really unattractive people. And my brother did too. And it's just not that I feel like in a way that's me being condescending. Like everybody's a beautiful soul, you know? Um, and people are trying, you know, I'm not everyone's cup of tea either. So I don't know. It's just, but it's really like wanting love from the wrong places. Like I just love attention and intimacy and I want somebody to care for me and it doesn't matter who, like I'll follow the love wherever I get it. So I will follow the love if some guy kidnaps me, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, you, you love me. I'm like, no, that's not love. And, you know, yeah, because it's all about me. control and power over you. Even yeah. the, even the stalkery ones. Yeah. They did try to control me. They did. And I don't know because I never had like a good parent, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like, I, I just get my wires are crossed in a way. Well, especially if you didn't have a good stable parent growing up, of course your wires are going to get crossed in a, in a weird way because you don't know yeah. what a healthy relationship looks like. Yeah, but now I, yeah, but I, I so recommend just being, of course it was hard for me to be celibate for two years in your thirties. So what was the hard part about doing that? The hard part was just, oh, well, getting too attached to being single. Like it's in a way it became addictive. Like, I like being single. Who needs a man? And who needs to be touched by other fingers? You know, I've, I've got my vibrator. <laughs> but like, but really deep down, I do want, I do want a partner. I do want love. You know, it just has to be with the right person. I cannot get involved with any crazy toxic men. So that two-year period is over now, right? Yes, it's over. So how are you moving forward in this new Dixie, this new space of being? Well, um, just listening to my intuition. Um, I have recently started seeing someone Mm -hmm. and I don't know, it feels different. Like he seems very healthy and we're honest and we're communicating and, and also I'm, I'm just trying to go for the ride. Like I'm in a lot of fear. I'm like, Oh no. But I'm like, why can't why can't good things happen to me? Right. You know, sometimes I, sometimes I always expect the worst because the worst has happened. So what's the fear that comes up that, or is there other fears? The fear is that, well, I guess first and foremost, abandonment, Mm. you know, Oh, I'll get attached and then he'll abandon me or, oh, is he the right person? Will he lie or will he cheat or will he, you know, do all these things that I've seen my dad do? Mm-hmm. Um, and will, yeah, will he stop loving me if he gets to really know me? And that's the chance we all have to take. Oh, 
I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather catch a new STD than that. <laughs> you know, like that's scarier. That's <laughs> scary. The STD you can take, you could probably take a pill and it would yeah. get better. <laughs> yes. Yes, most go away, but um, some don't. But like that's a new way, like that's just frightening to like risk your heart. Yeah, to really be seen. Yes. That's why it's called Into Me You See. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I like that. Into Me You See. Well, my last question for you, for the listeners, if someone's going through a bunch of bad relationships or sleeping with people they don't really like or respect or want to tell their friends, what would be your advice for them? Um, my advice is, you know, just really, just really be love yourself. And you're the most important relationship you ever have is with yourself, you mm-hmm. know? And so to, to like listen to your own intuition but that's so hard because it what's the difference between fear you know sometimes I have so many voices I've got the voice from my head my heart my gut my vagina which voice you know like which voice should I listen to um but I do feel like my intuition my the gut is the one that I've tried to like uh really hear mm-hmm. and Sometimes a clean slate, like just to, you know, be by yourself is really, really, really important. And if though, you know, first of all, you gotta say, you can't care about what people think too. Like if you really like somebody and you're worried, oh, is he not good enough? Fuck him. You know, Mm -hmm. do you like the guy? You know, and those that are close to you will love him too. I love that. And I think the best thing is that you said to trust your gut because you obviously can't trust your vagina and you cannot (laughs) trust your heart and you cannot trust your head. No, you really can't. I mean, they will lie to you. They will. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your secret with us. Thanks, Brianne. Uh, If you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. Thanks again for listening to the show. Please subscribe, rate, share, or send me a note at secretlifepodcast.com. And if you like to check out my book, head over to secretlifenovel.com or Amazon to pick up a copy for yourself or someone you love. Thanks again. See you soon.